Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Five Star Joshi Show here on the Fight Game Media Network. I am your host, as always, Scott Edwards. And with me today is my good friend Jamie Ross of Wrestle Purist and Dumb Guy Live. Jamie, how are you? I'm doing not too bad. Well, about as well as I can do in the circumstances today. There's some pretty, pretty major stuff we're going to get into. Obviously, one of them kind of trumps all in terms of importance, which we're going to, we're going to kick things off with. But um, in terms of the actual stardom content. So, so uh, you know, this was meant to be a, a pay-per-view review, and it's turned into, yeah, again, more corporate news and stuff like that, which was the case last time. So I'm starting to think that yeah. Scott is inviting me on. With I think he's letting on. He's You know, he knows more than he's letting on. <laughs> he saved me for these big shows, I'm starting to think. But, um, no, I'm, I'm doing pretty good, all things considered. To be fair to me here, <laughs> uh, we agreed to this, like, a month ago. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know we said Supreme Fight looks like a great show. We'll do it then. Little did we all know mm-hmm. how much major news would follow in such quick fashion. Uh, but we are here to break it down. I would go as far as saying this is probably the biggest episode I've done of this show, uh, just because of what we will be talking about today, mm-hmm. which obviously is the biggest news story in Joshi. In a very long time, uh, you know, probably since the days of All Japan Women's uh, shut down, uh, because this is this is just massive, and we will get to that. But first, uh, we have to start on a more difficult note, mm-hmm. um, and that is unfortunately, uh, actress girls revealed sometime on Sunday night. Here in the States, Saturday, early Monday morning, um, elsewhere in the world, that Asahi has passed away due to unexpected, I believe it was an unexpected incident. Uh, we don't know exactly what that is, uh, but for a wrestler who... I have had the honor to interview who I've had the chance to write about uh, in my future of Joshi series that I posted last year on Voices of Wrestling. Uh, This couldn't be more heartbreaking news. Um, 21 years old, such a bright future ahead. And unfortunately, she is no longer with us. So uh, we just want to pay our respects to her now. and uh obviously it's a tough one yeah it's absolutely devastating news i mean i found out through uh parker our friend parker of uh of dumb guy live formerly of the the five star show and um i remember when when we first started the, the dumb guy live podcast i was kind of out on ice ribbon at the time i hadn't really been keeping up too much but that's that's parker's uh, favorite show 
And he always preached that Asa, he was absolutely his favorite wrestler, um, active there at the time. And um, so when I, I caught River Mania in 2022, and she was choosing the main event there, um, I got it straight away. <laughs> I understood um, why she was so lovable to people who've been keeping up with the product. Um, she then obviously made the move to, to actress, uh, which seemed at the time like it was a you know a move for her, pretty much um, something she needed to do. And she sees about being a lot happier over there in the, the, the you know the different environments. Um, and yeah, like you know, like as Scott said, the circumstances are kind of you know not too clear at the moment. So obviously we can't you know not really to speculate or anything like that. But it's you know just all all the love to you know her family, people who are close to her, that the talent, seeing some of the reactions to these things is always really tough from the people who've worked with her. So yeah, it's just it's obviously very. Um, kind of difficult situation for all involved, and it's a very somber note to kick kick the show off with. It's something we've, we've got to touch on. I think with all the big news, as big as the news is on this show, um, when things like that happen, it kind of puts into perspective that like none of this stuff yeah. really matters outside of things like this. These these are the these are the things that matter the most. So you know, tell people that you love that you love them because you know you never know when when things like this are going to happen. Yeah, um, she for anyone that ever got the chance to watch Asahi or has seen her in some of her biggest matches. She was, she had an infectious personality. There was just this, um, her baby, her ability, her ability to be a baby face, like was just, it was a very natural ability for her, whether it was in ice ribbon or actress girls. Um, if you're ever, if, if you are hearing about her, perhaps for the first time here today, but if you've been a long time listening to the show, you know how much Parker loved her, obviously. And if you are looking for a match to check out of hers, Ribbon Mania, that very show that Jamie just said, her and Sayori Ano, uh, probably the best match of her career. Just an incredible performance uh, wrestling for the Ice Infinity Championship. Um, I think... Like ultimately, when something like this happens, nothing else matters. Like mm-hmm. truthfully, uh, this is a podcast, so we will talk about all the other things that are going on, of course. But it's just so sad because of you know she's 21 years old, and I'm th- I I'm sitting here thinking I'm like I'm not that much older than her. I mean, I'm a couple years older than her, and I'm just thinking like you you said it perfectly. You like you have to go out of your way to say you know you love your loved ones your friends anyone because you just never know what tomorrow brings and i know for those who were big fans of actress girls uh she added a lot to them when going over there like she added not only someone who had been through a place like ice ribbon which obviously Mm -hmm. um when they were at their height one of the most popular promotions in Joshi, but uh, she she brought over a skill level that I think helped raise up a lot of other wrestlers. Um, I, I know if you're looking, again, if you're looking for a match of hers with them, uh, I believe she had to have a title match at Cork and Hall last year against their champion, Miku Ono. Um, mm-hmm. So that may be one you want to watch as well. But uh, we're sending, uh, I'm sending my love and 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 prayers to her family, her friends, her colleagues, obviously. Um, They canceled their upcoming show out of respect. 
Um, I believe I believe they said she had passed away actually on the first, and they took a couple days to announce it. Um, but it, it's one of those topics that's really hard to talk about, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. But hopefully, when time comes around, we can celebrate her by you know watch watching her matches and so on and so forth. That's kind of like that's how I. So you know, mm-hmm. can get through certain wrestlers' passings, but it's such a sad, sad situation. And obviously, we, 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 we may never know exactly what happened. And truthfully, we we don't need to. Um, yeah. It's just about her and her family, and so on. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think uh, you know, I think in times like this, I think you see the wrestling kind of, you know, the, the wider community of, of course, the talent and fans, they all kind of come together, I think, for these kind of moments. And I think um, you, you've already seen that so much with, with the reaction so far. I've seen a lot of, of course, um, Ice Ribbon and, and Actress Talent and even, you know, beyond that, kind of talking about the, the kind of experiences with with Asahi. Obviously, none of them have, have ever had a bad way to say she seemed like such a, you know, j- just as much as she was kind of on screen, you know, pretty infectious yeah. personality to, to be around. And I think we've seen, obviously, with the um, with the way the kind of the, the the Joshi scene and the kind of the wider um, Puro scene as a whole have kind of come together for um, Hannah Kimura in the last couple of years. I think that we're going to see another case of kind of you know the wider wrestling community kind of banding together here to make sure that you know she's remembered and she's kind of uh, honored in the right kind of way. Yeah, uh, I know a lot of fans out there right now are pretty shaken about it. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some of them have went off social. I know some of them have uh, had to obviously tune out everything else that's going on, which, you know, uh, we will again be talking about. But uh, for anyone, any fan out there that needs to chat, always reach out. Mm -hmm. Um, This isn't isn't something to just move on from. Uh, There's a lot of, there's a lot in the, um process of grieving that i think you know it some people can move on faster than others there's no rush with something like this if you can't watch wrestling if you can't like that's not important compared to Mm -hmm. someone who you know obviously made a connection with many people so take your time um and again we can't stress this enough you know say hi Say you love you to uh, you know. Say you love your loved ones and so on and so forth. I know, I know this isn't the first time in this community, and I think that's also the terrible part, you know, yeah. because life is precious, and uh, you just you just never know what the next day brings. So, uh, sending love to the many fans of Asahi, the many friends, family everyone um in the joshi community this is a uh just another brutal day mm-hmm. yeah it's really tough but you know i'm as i said before i'm pretty you know i think i think a lot of people are going to band together in this and kind of um you know just as, as you said people take take these things in different ways but we're all going to help each other get through and like you said you know always reach out to anyone um you know let, let them know you love them and stuff like that and you know because you never know when these things are going to come. The wrestling world can be a nasty place online mm-hmm. and so on, but when stuff like this happens, it's it's the best community, I think. Yeah. So, uh, again, reach out to anyone if you need to talk. Um, and uh, 
rest in peace to Asahi. Uh, but we will now move on to, I can't even say this is regularly scheduled programming. This was not part of the regularly scheduled programming. Uh, but the biggest news in Joshi since, I don't know. I don't know. I could say when Bushiro bought <laughs> stardom, time. but this feels bigger than that. Um, it, yeah, it's it, it's one of the biggest news stories in Joshi history, period. And that is that stardom slash Bushiro, we'll just say Bushiro because come on now, uh, has canceled the contract of Rossi Ogawa. Uh, they went on to say that they canceled the contract, and this is obviously uh translated uh noting that one of the main reasons was due to poaching stardom wrestlers and staff and they decided to cancel his contract immediately uh dave Meltzer has updated this with a lot more but for now before we get to you know the stuff that we've learned since then uh let's give initial thoughts and I will give it over to you first. Mr. Yeah, it was a, this was a very weird one. Um, so I found out this news whilst I was watching NXT Vengeance Day of all shows. <laughs> so, I was, you know, we were kind of watching Trick Williams and stuff popping and then kind of hit with, with, a, with a big bit of news there. But uh, in terms of just the initial... So, so my initial thoughts were when I saw that Rossi was leaving. I didn't see the full kind of extent of the article um, that, that Stardom and Bushiro had put out. Um, uh, we, we talked about this before we went live, obviously, with this, this stuff that kind of happened last year and the way last year played out, um, particularly towards the end of last year with, with management changes and the, some of the kind of interviews given by um, people like Julia and stuff about behind the scenes going on. It seemed like something big was coming. And, of course, uh, I believe Sonny on the Observer Board had, had talked about we'd learn more in the in the new year. And it was kind of put up by Meltzer as well. Um, but just in, in terms of, like, how big this is it's it really can't be understated how massive this is he, he talked about it being the biggest story for um for joshi wrestling i think um stardom at this point are pretty much considered the second uh, biggest promotion kind of in japan i, I believe so yeah. just for the wider um pure wrestling scene as, as a whole it's it's kind of a huge huge shift particularly when we get into what we're what we're going to get into later about possible um implications but yeah. obviously this is the founder of um pretty much our, our favorite promotion uh, you know, for for quite some time now, um, he's been so central, obviously, to to everything. Even post um, the Bushiro takeover, he's still kind of front and center in everything we see from the the press conferences to the you know the the title ceremonies in in the ring, and he's obviously um, obviously has a hand in in booking the shows as well. To what extent that's that's been the case over the past few years has kind of been debated a little bit, but it's it's a huge a huge departure. Um, and we, like I say, we're going to get into a bit more about where where this may lead, but with with some of the things that have been coming out, it's um, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out for sure. But um, absolutely, a, a huge a huge departure, and uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be a weird one to follow. Uh, it, it it there's there's two different ways to look at this, but mm-hmm. to me, the major way is that stardom is no longer stardom anymore. Yeah. Rossi Ogawa not being in this company doesn't make this the stardom that many of us have grown to love over mm-hmm. the past how many years, all right? Uh, this past 
Sunday, they celebrated their 13th anniversary. They took the big picture in the middle of the ring, Rossi right in the center. And there's going to be a lot that happens over the next month, year, Mm -hmm. so on, that is going to be a ripple effect of what happened here. Uh, But in terms of the initial shock and reaction, um, this was something that unfortunately was being built up for some time, like you said, uh, with, Mm -hmm. you know, what Meltzer had said towards the end of last year, there was a bigger story unfolding in the world of stardom. You know, that was when talking about the idea of AEW ever kind of having a connection and so on and so forth. There was a lot happening behind the scenes. And obviously we know that it was the head of Bushi Road fight, um, Harada at the time, making a lot of the calls and kind of taking the power away of what Rossi is there to do. Rossi has long been, obviously, the booker of stardom, the one who's making those calls. And it did not change when the new Bushiroad fight, President mm-hmm. Okada, took over. And that, see, and he, and based off what Dave said, it didn't matter if Okada had changed much. It seems like. There was no fixing this relationship. Uh, But this, I'm just going to say it simply, like, this obviously sucks. Yeah. Like, 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 why, why, before we, like, do the analysis and stuff, like, this just sucks that this is where we ended up. You know, like, Mm -hmm. you're never going to see Bushiroad taking over on Gato's plans in New Japan Pro Wrestling. They, they bought stardom for what Rossi created. Mm -hmm. And part of what Rossi did in 2020, 2021, and however long in 2022, I don't know when the full takeover happened. 2023 obviously was a mess, so we can kind of probably figure it out. Um, But what he was able to create was the best wrestling in the world. Yeah. And... The fact that they thought, okay, let's pretty much just take the pen away from him is mind-boggling to me. And it's the reason that so many people fell out of their love for stardom in 2023 or questioned what was going on or just said, this doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I know we said it a lot. Yeah, This doesn't make sense. Like, what is going on? And this is a booker who goes far beyond just being a booker this is someone who is like a father figure to Mm -hmm. a lot of these wrestlers we're seeing it every single tweet if you go back post this show supreme fight and you see some of the tweets it is very apparent that you know because it was said that he was let go after the show Mm -hmm. um it's very apparent that a lot of these wrestlers were sending their love and support for him as he departs the company. Uh, but yeah, I can't stress enough. Like this just sucks. It's not good. Obviously, if you are a fan of stardom, it is the worst thing to possibly happen mm-hmm. in terms of booking, in terms of anything. But the reality is he hasn't been booking for a long time. Yeah, it's I, I think we, we mentioned about it no longer being stardom anymore. I think that, that was a perfect point. 
it's kind of um, you know when, when you look at last year and the way the way that kind of played out, the contrast to you know the, the, the couple of years before that was it, was it was so kind of glaringly apparent that something had changed behind the scenes, something wasn't right in the way um, the shows were being put together. Obviously, we saw how what unfolded with um, obviously the, the change in presidents and stuff. But like you said, there was obviously still more that was to come, and now now we're seeing that. Um, and yeah, I mean, what what this is going to mean for Stardom going forward as a promotion? What what's you know? As I said, we're gonna we're gonna get into kind of the the additional report that's followed. What what what's going to be like kind of left of Stardom as in its current form is going to be interesting to see. It seems like it could be. Um, talent follow them out the door, different things like that. But yeah, yeah it's going to be really weird ones to follow. It's, it's a tough one to take after what was, you know, obviously originally this was meant to be a, a pay per view review for an anniversary show, which seemed like it, you know, obviously it was a, it was a great show. We're going to get into it a little bit later, but now the, the kind of focus has changed. We don't know when. Yeah, we don't know what Stardom's going to look like moving forward. I know it's going to be kind of following the the trends of last year. I think it's 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 very very bleak for this promotion. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, I, there, there's a lot that surely can't be discussed yet, obviously, with what's mm. going on and so on and so forth. Um, but there was always more than just that original report. And obviously yeah. Dave has given us a chance to fully talk about it. Um, Cause I tweet out there's more than meets the eye of what's happening here. Like people, people are going to see this and it's obviously them kind of, it's them trying to, hurt rossi on the way out yeah the way they rephrase things you know you read the poaching and so on and it's not go it's not a good look for him and then combine that with of course uh sean rossap of fightful adding that he had heard now this wasn't an official report or anything this was just Mm -hmm. the speculation that he had heard that People in the industry, specifically in America, thought he was on his way to WWE. Sure. Um, the, the Julia stuff, I think, timing-wise, you know, maybe backs that up a little bit. Uh, Sean had also added that Julia did not have an agent, so maybe there was some wonder if, if Rossi was handling that side of things. Mm-hmm. But, but, however... We now know kind of the reality of what all this means. And this is really where our discussion will go. Uh, So this is the official report from Wrestle Observer Newsletter, F4W Online. It's it's subscriber only, so I'm going to just call it the newsletter. Uh, You know, I saw people like change the name seven times last night when they talked about it. I was like, it's all one, it's all one guy or sure. Uh, so this is what 
was behind the paywall. Uh, the story dates back about nine months when Bushiroad execs started overruling Ogawa to the dismay of both himself and talent in some of the more outlandish booking decisions. Ogawa constantly being overruled on booking and business decisions by Bushiroad fight president Katsuhiko Harada led to his decision to leave the company. Harada was later replaced by Taro Okada in that position in November. However, this continued under Okada, and Ogawa had already made plans to leave. He had been under the impression that he would... Um, <clears throat> Be pretty safe in terms mm-hmm. of booking and you know handling stardom business. Obviously, I said this right off the bat. Like you wouldn't see them do this with Gato in New Japan. You just wouldn't, yeah. right? Um, and obviously, he sold Stardom to Bushi Road in 2019, which featured a five-year non-compete. Uh, 2024 we have uh, reached we have reached five years it was known that the affiliation between the two sides was going to end on 218 as ogawa had given notice some time back at first today's show is to be his final show but then the sides agreed to sever ties on the 18th however Bushiro decided to get ahead of the story two weeks early and made the announcement publicly when he was fired after the talent was told in a meeting following today's show in osaka the most important aspect of all of this, a lot of the talent is loyal to Ogawa, who founded the company and gave most of the women their career breaks. Expect several departures from the group in March when most of the contracts expire. The only wrestler under longer-term commitment to stardom is IWGP Women's Champion Mayu Yutani because of the movie on her life coming out. Bushiroad had known about talent leaving, and some were given legal threats in recent weeks. Those who are leaving wouldn't be doing so until their contracts expire. This is part of the story of why Julia will not be wrestling in Chicago and had said she was taking time off in March. Uh Uh-huh. When her contract expires, Ogawa is not going to WWE. Okada and Bushiro fight merchandise manager Oyama will take over as the bookers start effective immediately. Great. The two don't have any background as bookers, although Okada was part of pro wrestling club while in college that stage matches. So hold on, hold on. If I was part of like a fantasy booking club, that means I could book stardom. Yeah. <laughs> My time to shine, baby. Here we go. I feel like uh, we're, we're about as qualified as they are. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I just read. Uh, so obviously a lot to dive into there. Um, I'll, you know, I'll let you kind of pick where we go here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think obviously, well, I'll start with the, the like you said, the, the massive thing coming out of that is not only is it possible that, well, not only is it confirmed that Ogawa is leaving, but it's, now it seems very likely that um, a considerable amount of talent are going to follow him out the door. I think when you look at um, what he's meant to the promotion, uh, you know, as you said, kind of feels like this isn't really stardom anymore, and that's going to be the case in terms of how the talent may see it. You know, as as Melter said, um, you know, Ogawa was the one who brought pretty much all, all of these um the majority of talent into wrestling in the first place and obviously gave a lot of them their, their biggest break um, in terms of the, the talent they've signed. So, um, you know, the, the the view from talent that they would follow out the door is kind of, it's an understandable one, especially when you read, obviously, last year we saw the Julia interview where um, she was kind of publicly um, expressing her displeasure about the the kind of the, the more bushy road 
uh, heavy-handedness with, with the book and kind of overruling Ogawa. It's pretty clear that talent want the promotion to be led by Ogawa. That's that's kind of the, you know, that's the promotion they, they came into. That's the way they, they, they see um, the, the best way forward for stardom. And it's obviously no longer, um, that was no longer, you know, the case. And now it's definitively not the case. So what this means for the roster, particularly with the, the notes about um, contracts, pretty much none of them being long-term outside of Iwatani. Um, Iwatani is, by the way, who you'd also pretty much expect to be pretty loyal to Ogawa, right? She's a, she's day one, um, you know, the, the only kind of day one talent stardom has. So um, as much as she's probably tied down longer term than anyone else, I, I'd be eyeing that one too, <laughs> to be honest, in terms of a relationship there. But um, the extent to which this could affect the promotion is huge. Uh, like I said, it's the second biggest promotion in Japan at this point. Um, but with the way I kind of, from the outside looking in, how talent view Ogawa and the way this this could play out, I think it's it's going to be absolutely devastating for them. I'm not too sure how many they're going to be able to hold on to. Obviously, some of them, maybe the newer talents, may not be as as um, closely tied. So, so like that, and then maybe again, some of the the signings that they've made, who who maybe would have been more kind of linked to the Bushi Road era of Stardom. I guess that could be the case, but it seems a lot of the long time. Um, you know, stardom talents. I think we could see a big, a big time exit this year, and, and you know, talks of a potential new promotion. I think uh, <laughs> that that's a whole other thing um, to get into. But yeah, it's just it's very interesting. Well, I, I'm glad the WWE thing seems to have been played down because that was a, that was a kind of a, as someone who loves Rossi Ogawa, um, you know, as I think pretty much all all stardom fans do. Um, you know that the the idea of him being some kind of double agent like Simon and Oki <laughs> was was a you know an interesting one to kind of you know to to possibly see him play out. But thankfully, that seems to not be the case. But um, yeah, just moving forward, it's going to be it's a <laughs> incredibly weird couple of couple of weeks for Stardom in terms of who what, what, how this is going to play out and who's going to who's going to be left. <sighs> There is, yeah, the, um, and we'll go over kind of what, um, Dave added on radio in a second. Um, but in terms of leaving and in terms of people who may leave, um, there's no one, no one more loyal as a professional wrestler to a booker. Than Mayu Iwatani is to Rossi Ogawa. I will tell you all that right now. So connect those dots. Mm-hmm. That is that relationship is more than just a booker, right? That is a yeah. father figure. That is what Rossi is to Mayu Iwatani. Um, so connect those dots. Um. And that isn't just Mayu, right? Like, mm-hmm. if the, it's very apparent based off a number of tweets how much of a father figure this man is to a lot of these wrestlers. And I think that's why we say Exodus, right? Because, yeah. like, there's, there is so much loyalty to this man. And listen, some people... When when all said and done and contracts are up, some people are going to stay. That's just the reality. Uh, some 
so we we don't know exactly whose contracts are up and so on and so forth. Haven't been given any names. So, you know, some contracts may be up in March. I don't know if all of them are. If all of them are, mm-hmm. then oh boy. Um, but there's going to be some people that stay because one, Bushiro has a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Two, they may not be necessarily Rossi's wrestlers, right? Like you, you made that good point of like there are people that have been signed in the Bushiro era. Um, but ultimately, there are going to be wrestlers that leave. And for the longest time, uh, I do have to make this joke, so bear with me. Uh, for the longest time, we were always saying stardom needs competition. Little did they know the competition was going to be themselves. Uh, I, I think what we are going to see in the next few months, next year or so, is a lot of movement, right? Like, we are going to see who wants to be the top of the wrestling world. Like, wig nudge nudge to uh, say Suzu Suzuki, who has been very clear about wanting to be at the top of the pro wrestling world. Uh, maybe she is one that sticks. Obviously, it would make a lot of sense. I don't think I don't I don't know the connection between her and Rossi Ogawa. Uh, but I do know that she signed to a company with the goal of being at the top. Um, but it's the stardom homegrowns to me that will yeah. be the most interesting ones to follow here, right? Because they're they are the ones that receive those career breaks that we're talking about here. That, of course, is the likes of Imayu. That I think Mayu's the easiest to predict. Like where she stands on this without mm-hmm. knowing anything. Um, but it is the Azumis, it's the Momo Watanabe's, the Utami's, the Starlight Kids, the so on and so forth. The ones that were made in Star Hanan, for example. Um, those are going to be the ones that I'm watching the most. And then there are going to be signings as well, like from the past couple of years i'm sure i mean julia julia sounds as loyal as anyone right like you just you said it earlier she's the one that called out bushy road shit because well one she probably knew she was going out the door but two had to happen and when that happened i i was hopeful that maybe that would change things but by the time by the time she said that it sure sounded like it was too late um, if you if you look at that anniversary picture, she's just kind of sitting off to the side, and it's like one of those things where you just start to think, sit there and think, like, all right, how much did she know? How much did all mm-hmm. these people know that wanted to get this picture and so on? Uh, but this dramatically changes the future of Joshi and what we are able to talk about moving forward because I don't think anyone that covers stardom whether it be a stardom podcast, a Joshi podcast, a Japanese wrestling podcast like yours, of course. I don't know anyone that's going to be covering stardom that's not going to be sitting there thinking, well, wh- what here matters? Yeah. What, like, what should I be investing myself in? Because ultimately, and this, th- I don't know if I'm alone on this, I'm more loyal to the wrestlers and Rossi because that to mm-hmm. me is stardom. 
It doesn't matter what the name is if he does go on to start his own promotion. It doesn't matter what the name is to me. That's more stardom than whatever the hell I'm going to be watching that is called stardom. And again, I'm going to watch both. And, you know, there's also the way of looking at this. Like, you would like to think that people like you and me booking a company could work. You yeah. know, like... <laughs> I think, I think give it a pretty good go, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'm just, you know, I, I've had ideas on this show. I've thrown out ideas, and some of them have come true. So clearly I wouldn't be that bad. Um, but you just got to feel, for me, it's obviously you feel for Rossi, who's watching, who's watched his baby and stardom turn into something that he is not happy with. But more importantly, I feel for the wrestlers than anything else. Like, this is such a tough situation for them and uh, the next few months oh it's gonna be a messy 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 time yeah it's i mean it's similar to kind of almost you know when we talking about before we we were debating when was the last time something you know as big as as this has happened in the joshi world i i kind of link it to the formation of pro wrestling noah (laughs) i think this could be a, a a level of exodus um Similar to that, you know, outside of you know potential kind of the, the new signers and things like that, anyone looking to kind of stick around in, a, in an already established promotion, I think that the majority of talent are going to be very very loyal to to Ogawa here, and I think this could be, um, well, well, it, I think definitively it will be a huge shift in in Joshi wrestling. Um, so it's it's yeah it's 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 massive. It can't be understated how how big of an impact this is going to be. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I don't really know where <laughs> where Stardom are going to go from here. How they're going to how they're going to manage this? What 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 they can do at this at this point? You know, obviously, like you said, they've they've got a lot of money to offer to offer talent, and of course, still the the, the name the name value of the brand. Um, yeah. But for a lot of these wrestlers, like you said, they, they, it wasn't about the brand; it was about what Stardom was, and um, that is no longer the case. And it seems like there could potentially be a new promotion which embodies that a lot more. Than this current era of Stardom does. So, where that goes, um, it's, it's going to be a big story to follow for sure. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, like, like you, you look through that, you know, the homegrown list of talent, and it's uh, it's it's very very star. So, like you said, you only named a couple of people there, but you're talking about the, the Mayu Batani's, the Azumi stuff like that. It's pretty much the entirety of Stars and Queen's Quest, <laughs> and that's that's pretty pretty stacked. Um, and then obviously a couple, obviously a lot of Oedo ties still, um, and you know, goes beyond that. But yeah, said we're expecting a pretty huge, huge exodus here. I think um, I'm just not too sure how how it's all going to be handled. But I mean, in terms of someone who's, who who followed last year in Stardom and the way the promotion was going, I think as much as this is kind of a devastating blow for. Um, the, the obviously the, the company and, and what the company have been. So obviously the name Stardom had been what we've been following for these past thirteen years. Um, so obviously a devastating blow for the for the fans of what Rossi Ogawa created um, and what the promotion had been up until pretty much last year. I think there there, there can be a level of, of of excitement to it as well because as much as this is a devastating hit for the company, um, it seems like something big is going to follow and something big will be created. Which will be much more akin to what we got into the promotion for, um, and as much as that may not be the entirety of the roster, if it's a lot of the 
um, the homegrown talents and the the, the more loyal uh, talents to Ogawa, I think we're they're, they're pretty much primed to kind of bring in a whole new, um, almost a new era of what Stardom was, right? In, in a different yep. a different form. So I think that's one one positive way to look at it. I think. Um, Particularly for me, as, as someone who's a, a Momo Watanabe fan, who never really got the kind of look in um, under under the Bushi Road management, if she goes with Ogawa, which seems, you know, pretty much very likely, um, someone like that, I think, is, is yeah. you, you're going to see a lot more focus on her again. So there are positives to take from it, but um, just kind of looking at it as, as what it is initially, it's uh, <laughs> it's crazy. See, see, I I might be the psycho of the situation. In that I'm very excited about potential here. Um, because a lot of people fell in love with stardom before Bushi Road. Yeah. And some of that's the best wrestling I've ever seen, you know? So I'd like to think that whatever Rossi has up his sleeve, obviously, you know, if he's in quotations poaching talent mm-hmm. there's got to be something here uh you're not poaching talent and staff just because you know it's not like hey i'm leaving you should leave too it's like it's not that's not what's happening um so i i am excited and may and again that does make me sicko because like a lot of people are watching their favorite promotion see i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go too extreme because it's gonna exist um but mm-hmm. really take a hit especially after such a great show. And if you're like, if you're like a man, if you're a Micah supporter, man, this is tough. This is tough. (laughs) Uh, Micah finally (laughs) gets the ball, gets the ball. And it's uh, not looking great. (laughs) Not looking great. Um, And and we're going to know who's leaving based off of just title changes, I'm sure, in the next few months as well. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a real giveaway, because right now your champions are Micah with the World of Stardom Championship. You have uh, Sarah No, which is more of a curveball, because she's a freelancer as is, so that maybe doesn't even matter. Um, you have the God of Stardom Champions, Saya Kamatani, Tommy Hai Shishta, which will be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the artist champs are Shuri, Mirai, and Ami Saray. High speed champion May Sarah, um, future of stardom champion Rena. There's a lot to uh, dissect here, but let's get into the other comments that Dave made, and then we can really, I think, start to give our mindset. So this is transcribed from Trevor Dame at Trevor Dame on Twitter. Always good at transcribing the Observer and the Tony Khan uh, press conference stuff that mm-hmm. he does. Um, so let's, let's get into this. Uh, Dave says stardom was under the impression that Rossi guy will start his own promotion. And while it's not official, Dave expects that will happen. Uh, yeah, again, poaching, like he's not poaching for nothing. You know, like you can't use that claim if there's like not happening, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's just, like the way I looked at that. Um, but again, 
Sure. Uh, Dave has asked if Rossi starts a new promotion, will it have a connection with WWE? Dave notes that a couple months ago, he reported WWE may have played to try work with stardom. If WWE works with stardom or a new Rossi group that remains to be seen on Tony Khan celebrating Rossi leaving stardom in Larry David form. Uh, <laughs> Dave notes that uh, there were times Tony tried to get Stardom talent to work AEW shows, but the dates he wanted were dates of Stardom pay per views where the names wanted had already been advertised for those pay per views. I mean, there's got to be a lot more to that. This man was celebrating, celebrating. Yeah. Um, but maybe, but that also maybe because you know people think he's going to WWE. Maybe Tony Khan's one of those people. Um, you know, t- Tony Khan can confirm not a big fan of wwe Um, (laughs) breaking news dave adds that wwe was aware of all this rossi stuff going on says triple h was as aware of all of it as dave or fumi saito were uh so that's interesting uh this should this maybe kind of gives us a reason dave says Kyrie sane is close with rossi in her decision to leave stardom to return to wwe was at least in part informed by the fact that she knew all this was going to go down and rossi would be leaving stardom uh dave says the story that wwe is trying to sign woman as a pipeline to wwe was in quotations completely false says Rossi's plans to leave Stardom Stardom before WWE even showed interest. Could WWE partner with a new Rossi Fed? Sure, maybe. Again, this is all from Dave. Dave says, and I quote, there's a lot of balls going on. What? All right, then. Um, And the last thing here is that Dave says there are some Stardom talent that are scared because they've been threatened with legal action, but the feeling is when their contracts are up, they will be free to make the choice of where to go which is very important mm-hmm. um legal action obviously is also very important so uh that tells me that there was probably some ready to go <laughs> as soon as possible and they were yeah. like hey, hey whoa, whoa, whoa hey you gotta you gotta stick right and we, we don't know who that is uh but mm-hmm. The fact that they had to show legal action means that there's a lot of, again, a lot of um, loyalty likely at hand here whenever things come around. So once these contracts expire, some, several are in March. We know that. Listen, I don't know how these contracts work. Last time I knew I thought everyone's contract expired in like January in Japan because that's like the the world's yeah. known thing. Uh but we're here in March. So and we know we know Julius does. Not Mayus. Mayus is a longer term deal. Uh but we know Julius does. So there's definitely some that are signed to that contract. Maybe maybe they're all different contracts. I don't know. Um it's gonna get messy though. I can't stress that enough. It's going to get very messy uh we can only talk about this so much because again it's just it's just going to be the story that continues to build mm-hmm. um what is your hope out of all this i think i think it's kind of kind of what i touched on before i think it's kind of looking at looking at what what this means for stardom and what it was is mm-hmm. my, my, my hope is pretty much that that the new promotion will form and that um you know, as rough as, as rough as it will be for like what what the company was that there was kind of um the, the, obviously been our favorite promotion for, for so many years. Um, 
like you said, I'm I'm pretty loyal as well to, to more so the talent and um and, and the man that shaped that identity more more so than, than kind of any branding. Um, so my hope would be that, that the new promotion does form. Uh, me personally, I would like to see as, as many of, of my favourite talents um, follow suit with, with Rossi and kind of rebuild what already was um, as much as they can. Obviously, they're not going to have the financial backing of a of a bushy road, but you know, who's to say that another major backer would, would, would come in and help you know bring up that production value? But even just starting completely kind of fresh. I mean, having that talent pool. Um, and a man like Rossi Ogawa with, with the know-how lead and, and kind of steering the ship there. I think it's it's, it's an exciting prospect. And um, my hope would be that, that that's the positive that we we take from it, that we we build something new um, in kind of the mould of what what was working already. Um, yeah. I, I think that the note about the legal action being taken, I think that's pretty kind of, as you said, pretty much definitive proof that a lot of talent are ready to, to walk out the door with them. If that's something that's been threatened, it's pretty clear that, Attempts have been made, seemingly, um, to go with with Ogawa. Um, so I think that's pretty much kind of nailed on that at least a handful of talent are, are definitely, you know, seemingly or maybe maybe already made made their mind up. Um, and yeah, so with as you say, we're going to have an answer on this. For, I mean, for a lot of people, pretty soon, March coming up. I mean, over the couple of weeks, it's going to be kind of telling where things are going to go. I think looking at the, you know, you talked about the who the champions are right now. I mean, that list is very interesting. I think there are obviously homegrown talents in there. Um, Aphrodite are the standout ones. They're two homegrown talents who are going to be. You, you would have them down as being Ogawa loyalists if you had to make a guess. Um, and of course, Rina. Um, but outside of that. There's a lot of external talent who weren't weren't brought brought um kind of brought up as a wrestler in stardom. Um, obviously there are some that have been there for a while. Mike has been there for a couple of years now, um, but that was already kind of, you know, she she's pretty much there. The majority of her time has been in the in the, the Bushi Road era. Um, Soriano. There there is an argument that Bushi Road is the ones that made her world champion. Yeah, yeah, it's. It was, a, it was a big decision to call. I mean, it's, it seemed like the, the plan was was Suzu, and obviously plans changed. Um, you've, you've got Anno, who, um, to my understanding, at least she appears to still be sort of a freelancer to an extent. She yeah, to be yeah I don't signed. know of her signing a contract. Yeah, so obviously she's not kind of, um, you know, she's only been brought into the company recently and not even in, in a fully official capacity. May Sarah's a pretty recent signing as well. There are a lot of signings uh, that have been made in recent times who are now holding championships. I think, you know, right. it, it may be looking into it too, you know, too much, but I think with something of this scale, you've kind of got to consider all these things. Uh, it seems like Bouchereau may have already been prepping for a lot of um, homegrown stars and talent that maybe they're not going to be around in the long term. So... I mean, yeah, just, just the entire identity of the promotion is about to change massively. Um, but as you, as we both said, I think we're both pretty hopeful that whatever comes of it um, can get bring back what um, what made the promotion special um, yeah. in 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 a, in a new form entirely. I guess. Yeah. The way Bushi Road handles these wrestlers. When, for whenever their contracts expire, whether it's March, whether it's April, May. Again, no freaking clue besides mm-hmm. what we know from yeah. Ra, uh, from 
Rossi from uh, Dave. Uh, they're going to want to try and, you know, want to keep people around. So the, <laughs> the lawsuit ones are, or not lawsuits, but uh, legal action. Um, that's going to hurt those relationships, obviously, you would presume. Um, but uh, whoever they aren't, you know, challenging with legal action, uh, it'll be interesting to see, like, what they do to try and make them happy, if that makes yeah. sense. You know, because they're going to be trying to keep them a promotion here, as far as I'm concerned. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's going to be the goal, right? And uh, for everyone that's excited, yeah, maybe you'll finally get your Forbidden Door match. Congratulations, everyone. Um, that was not my number two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth concern. But I saw some people tweeting about that last night, and I said, mm-hmm. congratulations. Um, but ultimately, to me, it's it's going to be like, what is Bouchard going to do to try and make certain talent happy because they're doing and if and when a handful of wrestlers leave several I believe is the term that was used by Dave um, what is their next steps after that are they going to go and try to sign a bunch of wrestlers all of a sudden are they going to just hope that they bring in more rookies and so on and so forth like we don't know Right. This is especially because the people who are now running this aren't wrestling people outside of having a pro wrestling club. Um, so it's just it's just a lot of questions that I, I would like to have answers to. Um, but I, I think the answers that we do know is that there is competition on the way for yeah. stardom as in, for, in the form of the guy that pretty much uh, helped make Joshi make a big-time comeback in Japan. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. You yeah. know, like, like I'm obviously sad that, like, this went this way and Stardom's, you know, not going to be Stardom anymore. And, um, you know, I'm going to be covering the these shows for the next couple months and be like, I don't know. Does this matter? Does the Cinderella tournament really matter right now? Um, <laughs> who's even going to be in that thing? You know, <laughs> right? Like, who's going to be in that thing? I mean, I guess it all ends before March is over. And if, yeah, if to assume March thirty first, right? Like, is that what we're assuming here for contract that, yeah, or thirtieth? So. Is there thirty? Did I just, did I just absolutely destroy myself? Is there thirty first? Okay, just making sure that was thirty one days. That's on me. That's on me. Um. But like, is that what it's going to be? I don't know, right? We don't know when these contracts expire, but we do know that there are still stuff to book. There's a Cinderella tournament coming up, um, and there's a Yokama Butai show in <laughs> April. That is uh, going to feel a little bit empty. There's an American show coming up. <laughs> Ooh, that that ticket that- just... Uh, whew. I mean... <laughs> That's great. That's that's wild. I mean, it's been such a long time since since you know um, Western fans have had had something like that to go to, and now they finally have it, and it's going to fall at a date where, by that point, 
this is going to be an entirely different promotion. We don't Favorites are going to be gone. <laughs> yeah, it's, you don't know who you're getting now. It's like you said that there could be talent signings. There's going to be a lot of departures, seemingly. Um, anyone who's already got tickets for that show, it's going to be a very, very interesting one. I mean, the the, the Buntai show, the Grand Queen. I mean, that that feels like last year that that was pretty much Stardom's biggest biggest show of the year. For, for my money, the best show in wrestling all year. Um, how that show is going to look now is wild to imagine um because uh, you know again like the america show that's going to fall at a date seemingly after a lot of um a lot of exits um so what that show looks like could be pretty telling in terms of what stardom's going to look like moving forward mm-hmm. uh so <laughs> again that, that's going to be another big show to follow but not for the reasons a lot of people were were hoping for in terms of in terms of you know the, the biggest and best of stardom um it, it's it's very very well as well. The potential WWE crossover with Ogawa's promotion, um, I guess, is something to monitor. WWE are obviously trying to um, experiment more with working relationships in Japan. We saw it with uh, with all Japan. It's clear that there was an intent um, there, at least with Stardom. You know, we, we saw a lot of reports in that direction. If so, if that was something that Bushi Road weren't keen to do but maybe Ogawa was more so I think there's a pretty solid chance that this new new promotion could have um, a relationship to some extent what that would look like is um, that's a topic for later we don't even have the promotion yet so, so we're, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves with that with that kind of book in there but um, and yeah and then yeah, you, you touch on the, the forbidden door thing which is again is another hilarious kind of analysis of the of the situation because but okay fair enough maybe now stardom will work with AEW, but like who who's that gonna be? It's you're not right. you know, like if if all the big of a lot of the big names in the homegrown talent aren't gonna be there, it's not what it was supposed to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the excitement there yeah. is kind of I mean, it is what it is. But um mm. I, I think we're we're pretty much along we're we're both kind of on the same page in our in our assessments of this and that it's an incredibly like sad situation for the promotion but it's one yeah. that brings with it a lot of interesting possibilities competition um <laughs> shuji ishikawa won the war in one day was a, a <laughs> of this entire situation he declared war on stardom and in, within a couple hours they'd immediately fallen apart yeah. so uh yeah. i don't know maybe they declared they the should, war and stardom you know what if what work. if they fall in a lot what if rossi heads there what if what if that's i mean I don't know, it, seems, it seems like shuji wants to leave his own thing but i mean we we could have three um you know or two two uh, new promotions seemingly starting up forming competition against stardom if if shuji puts hey. puts what he's putting together together so uh as much as it is a hard hit for fans of stardom the promotion it's it's incredibly exciting because competition is what creates the best environment for wrestling? We've seen it in America with what AEW's done for for both AEW and WWE. I think we're about to see it here in um, in the world of Joshi wrestling. I think there's about to be a, a much more interesting um, you know industry here. Yeah, I just want to be able to watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's my well, that's my big thing now. I just want to make sure I'm able to watch it. But uh, I I guess I shouldn't be too worried about that. I'm sure it'll all figure out. Listen, as I like to say, if I can, if I'm able to somehow see, uh, like Marvelous or something, I'm gonna be able to see whatever yeah. is cooking here. Um, uh, I'm just trying to think what else regarding this 
can we talk about before kind of moving on to a pay-per-view review that's going to go a lot shorter than originally expected. Um, I think one thing with this is what, what do I hope for? from the stardom side of things is like i i know what i hope for from rossi i hope he opens stardom 2.0 over here mm-hmm. uh brings over all these wrestlers you know cork and halls mean something again you know like something like yeah. that right um that's what i obviously hope uh but in terms of the stardom side with whoever stays and uh, you know potentially whoever joins because i'm gonna guess their roster's not gonna be big enough to just have people um depending on what this as we have called exodus whatever probably everyone by now is calling exodus um whoever stays i hope the best for because i'm you know we're still gonna cover this promotion because ultimately while i don't know if attendance may match being the number two after a while. Um, There's still a lot of talent that we care for that are on this roster that could stay. And there's still a, you know, company of history with stardom that it's, it's hard to just fully let that go. Right. Mm -hmm. Like these titles, the history, man, I just realized the five-star Grand Prix is, Ah oh, man. <laughs> oh. the, the more you think about it, the the, the worse <laughs> the worse it kind of yeah. gets to start for you. It's uh yeah. yeah. That's yeah, we, we we're gonna see we're gonna see this kind of play out for well yeah. for a long time. Now that the effects of this are gonna be felt pretty much forever. I mean the stardom's never gonna be the same promotion. So what how this year plays out in terms of what we get from the product the, the, the five star Grand Prix I hadn't even considered, but um It'll be very, very interesting to look at the field uh, this year compared to last year. Last year was last year's five star Grand Prix was one of my favorite tournaments ever. <laughs> so for this 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 year's one is going to be uh, that's <laughs> it's going to be quite the contrast, I think. I guess my final take here before we move on because we can only say so much about stuff that we're just figuring out and learning about is. Uh, now, I'm going to be very quiet about this because I don't want to talk about it publicly all too, too much. Um, just because there's so much, there's just so much going on, right? Yeah. Um, but I hope competition is real now. I do. Yeah. I do. Because there's something very exciting about that. And I hope... By the end of the year, Joshi is succeeding still. Like, stardom doesn't need to just succeed for Joshi to succeed. It just needs to be great. And whatever Rossi has planned, I'm sure whatever it ends up being, it will be great. Stardom has their chance to also be great. Um, Just got to wait and see. Because I have uh, no clue mm-hmm. where we're going to be in three months, let alone by the end of the year. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, you know, as you just said there, that, that competition is uh, is going to be key. I mean, for the last couple of years, Stardom has been absolutely at the top number one, only second in the whole of Japan to to New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is pretty, you know, when you, when you look at the, you know, the wider competition, it's pretty um, incredible for Stardom. Um, but in terms of the wider uh, Joshi world and how that's, you know, how the entire kind of scene is going to continue to grow and prosper, I think this could be, um, this has the potential to be very beneficial for a lot of different parties I mean, in terms of like, you know, as you said, if we're going to have this new promotion and then of course there's other, you know, there's, there's a, the evolution promotion that could be starting. We, we don't know if, if any stars and talents are going to leave and potentially they may even go elsewhere <laughs> in terms of what, you know, potential exodus they're going to happen and uh, depending on what the, the, the status of, of Ogawa's promotion is and what the backing is there. So I think there is potential with stardom taking a hit for the, the wider scene to kind of, um, catch up to an extent and kind of all grow together in in that competition um i, I mentioned it before that just just in terms of the, the biggest examples of competition in AEW and wwe i think both companies benefit from that competition um so hopefully with more more players in the mix uh in joshi wrestling i think it will be um you know i i'm hopeful we're going to see uh the best of what of, you know at least the best to what these companies can now deliver, and like I said, with, with whatever the new, this new era of stardom looks like, um, and whoever sticks around, hopefully that that competition from um, you know kind of what, what will essentially be ghosts of their past now <laughs> with with Ogawa and whoever follows them, hopefully that can that can help that company to you know keep building um, in in the, the new direction they're going. But yeah, I, I just hope everyone involved in in terms of the talents, especially. Um, Ends up kind of benefiting in the long run from this, whether they stay or whether they go. I hope, uh, you know, wherever wherever this takes them, that they can kind of um, find the right spot for them and, and you know make it all work. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a busy couple few hours. We we're recording this not twenty four hours after. The news came out, so I think I think I'm still processing. I know you are working. If you're listening to this show, you can hear us just kind of like figuring it out as we go. Uh, hopefully, the next time I'm on a recording, next time Jamie's on a recording, there's more to talk about, yeah, and maybe some more clarity. Uh, but I guess we won't really know until more things are officially announced and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. But uh, the Joshi World's an exciting place. It's an exciting place. Uh, I've never been more important or more, not important. I wasn't that important, but more uh, questioned than I was last night. Uh, I'll tell you that. It it was a busy night of me losing my idea of, oh, you know what? I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch Trick Williams now. That didn't happen. I never saw Trick Williams whoop anything. I got nothing. Nothing. You got you got to catch that match. That was that was something special. But I mean, I, I love me some the, trick. There were bigger fish to fry at that point. To be honest, I understand. God, I struggled. <laughs> I struggled to kind of keep up with it myself. Ah, uh, man. Well, all right. So let's uh, let's talk about pay per view now. It all seems so so meaningless. <laughs> after, yeah, it after does. All that. But um, yeah, I mean, having having a 
this being like a 13th anniversary pay-per-view and the way it kind of played that, especially with the, the big, uh, the, the multi-woman match as well and, and the way the show ended. Now all feels so, so weird to reflect on how how this, the, the timing of this has played out. But uh, I, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll give this the best, the best, the uh, best go of it as we can, <laughs> considering you know, uh... what's happened since. 13th anniversary Stardom Supreme Fight 2024. Rossi Ogawa, bye bye special. Um, this is a great show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. the reality is, this, I, I watched this and I said, this is the star of my miss. This is the star of my mm-hmm. love. Shit. <laughs> Damn, yeah. that, that did not age well for me. Um, but. Uh, let's start at the very top of the main card. Uh, just notably, I was writing a review for this show, and I was mm-hmm. like, "All right, I, you know, I was going to watch NXT. I was going to write the rest of the review." Yeah, <laughs> I had I had three matches left to do. I haven't touched it. Um, I'll get to it, but I don't think anyone's going to give a shit now. Uh, <laughs> that's a, that's a sad part about this part. I was like, does anyone care about my thoughts on this pay review anymore? Probably not. But here we are. Yeah, it's you know it's one of them things we we talk about like what what the promotion's going to look like. This show, for as good as it was, and I think I think the start of the year um, for Stardom, I think after yeah. after what we had last year, it, it, we had an exciting start of the year. I think with the way you know kind of the direction was going and new champions and potential feuds starting up, uh, it looked like Stardom were going to get back to their best. And now we've had another great show. Um, but, but what's it going to matter in a couple of weeks? Who's you know who's going to be left? What's what's going to be? Plans are going to change. Things are going to happen. It's so yeah. That that, that review. Uh, <laughs> what's going to matter I, I this weekend? Position right now, right? Like the this weekend's going to be weird. Just like house shows are going to be weird. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, we have no clue what the house shows are as as we get on to speak here. But <laughs> neither today probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> that's all they left Rossi. It was booking house shows. Uh, <laughs> so now they're like, oh, okay. What would my high school wrestling brain do here? I'm going to keep mocking them until the end of time now. Uh, jerks. Anyways, pre fight. Rena defending the future of Star Championship. Future of Star Championship. Man, not a good place to start. Future of Star. I don't even know what the future, future of Star is. <laughs> Uh, defending the title against Yuzuki. I thought this was the best uh, Future of Stardom Championship match since Hanan had held the belt. Uh, Yuzuki's incredible. You know, you, you and me have talked about her a few times. Uh, this is the future of professional wrestling, folks. This is, oh, you yeah. know, this is we're, we're not, we're not, what, good thing I said that, huh? Good thing, we're, you know, good thing when she debuted, I was like, future of pro wrestling, not the future of stardom. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Um, no, but in all seriousness, I think she is just tremendous. And I really thought she was going to win here. Like, she had me convinced. And if you're able to convince someone that quickly in your matches that you have a chance to win, you are doing something special. She has 31 matches in her career. 31. <laughs> yeah, it's it's staggering how quickly, how quickly she's taken to it. I, I remember when she debuted and she talked about her her influences in wrestling and being a, a Dragon Gate fan. I, I think that's been that's that's been kind of evidence in, in how she works matches. But she, everything from from her time into her selling, she just gets professional wrestling. 
Um, and, and this was it was very evident here. Rina as well. Obviously, Yuzuki's kind of the story coming around to this match. But um, Rina, I think, has benefited a lot from being future champions, particularly working the the new blood shows. I think those new blood shows give give these younger talents a chance to kind of develop. Um, you know, th- th- their match layout to a sense. They obviously they're, they're working more main event style matches, obviously to a smaller smaller crowd and stuff. But I think that was evident here because I think by the time we hit the closing stretch. I think both of them did an excellent job in convincing either way. Obviously, um, with the purpose of making you think that Yuzuki uh, had the shot here, and I think that, that that was all played out to perfection. Um, but yeah, man, Yuzuki is uh, some talent. <laughs> I think when she debuted last year, I kind of had her locked in for Rookie of the Year immediately <laughs> for, for 2024. Um, and it seems like that's that's pretty much going to be the case. Um where she'll be wrestling for the rest of 2024 be interested. <laughs> but uh, I would assume uh, she has a longer contract. She just joined. Yeah, you'd imagine so. And, and, and I have no idea though. That's the thing. I don't yeah, know. It's it's a whole other thing. But again, it's, it's another one of those cases where she's obviously she's a new sign and so how much loyalty yeah. is gonna be there. But um yeah, on, yeah just just kind of on, <laughs> we, we can't keep coming back to the, the rush. We'll be here. No, I won't we'll try not to talk about it, it you know. It yeah. Like you, you said that as we started the review, how much of this review is like gonna? It's the big thing. So I mean, as someone yeah, that's wrote and written over a thousand words about it, yeah, I'm feeling it right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this, this uh, is just more evidence that Yuzuki, Yuzuki is the one, the future professional wrestling, as you say, and um, someone whose career I'm incredibly excited to continue to follow. Um, so yeah, this, this was a great show, and I'm hopeful that I mean they, they mentioned the poten- a potential rematch down the line. I think Yuzuki will absolutely get this future title at some point. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, just just a great show for both, and a, an, an exciting one for for Yuzuki. I I think like with Yuzuki, it's incredible. Like not only is she under the learning tree of stars for now um but she is clearly like being geared up to be special they know and i don't mind her losing here because i think rena's been a great champion uh but like the this was all her like truthfully like rena was just like the base for yuzuki's moments um when she got the rolling arrow pin i was like yeah here we go straight to the top and then rena kicked out i was like god okay fine uh but just it was a really good opener it was kind of reminiscent of what um those stardom pay-per-views were uh like beginning of 2022 end of 2021 where the future was opening these shows when hana was champion it it was great so uh definitely worth checking out if you want to see something from this show from the early going um pretty basic stuff from there we had uh momo watanabe and natsuko tora um defeat miyu amasaki and lady c that that match changed due to sayaka karara being Mm -hmm. in poor physical condition so it was it was a house show tag where the the you know Oedo tie just rolled over poor lady c and amasaki mm-hmm. um, yeah it was it, it was a match to give Tora a win for a, her you know the, the kind of story is it's the backstage the challenge for 
for Julia, right? This this is what this was for, was to, to, to give them a win on the card. Yeah, we say that. Um, I, I'll just say this now. Everyone decided to challenge for that belt on this show. Yeah. We got Natsuko Tora that wants a strong title. We want Tekla that wants a strong title. And we get Nanai Takahashi up in the ante say, I'll give my hair for this. All right, Nanai, chill out. No one else's, but no, that's cool. Um, so everyone wants the strong women's championship, except for me. I do not want that belt anywhere near this company <laughs> anymore. Or I guess I don't, I'm not going to care soon. Yeah. Um, next up was Tam Nakano making her grand return team with Yuna Mizumori to defeat Mina Shirakawa and Waka Tsukiyama. Uh, boy, oh boy, poor Waka, right back in the same role. Uh, <laughs> wh- what a world it was a year ago. She is back yeah. to losing like nobody's business. Uh, t- I thought Tam looked like Tam for the most part in this mm-hmm. match. I didn't think there was much rust or anything. Um, it wasn't like anything out of the ordinary. Again, very house show tag type stuff. Uh, but it's nice to see Tam back. Obviously, you know, the roster is getting closer and closer to being healthier. We, you know, Ring Cyber seeing Koguma and Momokogo and Natsupoi. I think I saw Ayasakura as well. So even the people that are still out are at least around now, which is great to see. Uh, but Tam's back. That means madness is coming because that's because somehow. Some way, this woman said we're on chapter two of the Tamro. <laughs> chapter two. What the oh, hell oh, kind oh, of chapter was that? <laughs> I was like, what? This has all been one. That was all one chapter. We've been. Re- I've been reading for years just to learn there's another chapter of this book. This is oh, oh god. Um, what? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. How do you feel about Tam's return? <laughs> it's insane. She, the, the way I don't know the way her mind works with pro wrestling. It's it's uh, you know she's a truly special character <laughs> pro wrestling. But um, yeah, I mean it's it's great to have her back. Um, obviously the, her red belt reign didn't obviously pan out the way anyone would have would have hoped for. Her, but um, seeing her make her return, I mean hearing Twilight Dream again is always great. <laughs> and we're seeing the timeline pop for whenever. Whenever her theme starts, and um, yeah, I think you know, as you said, it was pretty pretty standard match. I mean, obviously the the obvious leg work that everyone expected, and then you know, it kind of built built up a little bit more after that. But um, you know, as you said, she, she didn't look kind of a uh, you know, she she looked pretty sharp in there. No no obvious clear signs of ring rust. So it's pretty exciting to have you know have her back in the mix. Obviously a big star, pretty much one of the biggest stars in the promotion. So she her um, absence has been you know felt. And now, uh, hopefully, she'll be able to get back, um, you know, to where she was headed. We're obviously going to get the, uh, the 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 world title match, which we'll we'll touch on a bit later in the show after the main event. But um, yeah, it's good to have her back. And uh, yeah, it kind of sucks for Waka, but uh, you know, <laughs> is what it is. I think with Tam, um, her her popularity. Um, is very key and uh, I don't mean yeah. to keep bringing up but it's very key in the next steps oh, yeah. of where stardom goes and what Rossi may be doing because uh, this is a woman that was voted the most popular wrestler by the shoe pro voters in mm-hmm. Japan she beat Tetsuya Naito yeah yeah her, her status in this is going to be like unbelievably important. If she goes with Rossi, that is catastrophic for Stardom. That is, 
Yeah. <laughs> That's is she gonna get the belt back? Like, is this gonna be like stardom trying to be like, hey, we will give you the title, we will give you the we'll give you the reins, we'll call we'll hey, we'll even say you're better than uh Mayu. And that's enough, <laughs> buddy. Uh I, I just I she's very interesting, uh domino to fall in all this, truthfully. It's like I don't know. I I don't I I don't know. Clearly, I don't yeah. know anything because that's it's been a lot of I don't know. Um, yeah, because the, it's just these so are the conversations we're going to be having, like you said, for the next weeks, months. You know, yeah. the, <laughs> every single every single person on the roster seemingly like it's their future's unclear. Um, yeah. what a, so what when a tough you're show to have you on here, <laughs> I guess it's more fun, maybe kind of, yeah. but uh, I would have loved to just talk about a sick pay per view. Yeah, but. It is what it is. I said at the start of the show, I'm, I'm starting to think you know you know more you're letting on, than you're letting on. You brought me on last time when we had the president change. You brought me on this time when we have this shift. You know, he saved he saved me for the you know. Yeah, I get called in for the big spots for the big. Uh, yeah, you know, only <laughs> you know, only on only way I know. Track. Only way yeah. I know. Uh, next up was what I thought was the match of the night. That was May Sarah defending yeah. the high speed championship against Hazuki. 15 minutes, time limit draw. As I said, bringing the prestige back to the high speed championship. That's not a shot at Saki Kashima. That's not a shot at anyone. Uh, but this title has been kind of like quiet since mm-hmm. somewhere in Azumi's reign, truthfully. Um, and this was the best high-speed title match probably since that first Kitten Azumi match from February 2022. Like, this was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable match. Uh, I've obviously been a big fan of May Sarah since she joined the company. Um, I was a big fan of hers when she was in Marvelous. But this was the match that she showed, like, what she's going to become and it's just one of the best wrestlers like her her ability to learn on the fly has been one of the more interesting aspects of the past year in stardom because you see her in these big matches whether it be the tag title match the tag title matches with suzu um the big trios matches right team with megan bay and stuff like that she's always been able to be a shining star of those but i was always waiting for the big singles match that just gets her to a level above and when i saw that they were going to run the hazuki singles match i said to myself this is the one this is sink or swim if you don't deliver here you might not be holding that title much sooner, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's just the truth. And not only did she deliver, obviously Hazuki delivered. Hazuki is the class act of, oh, you're going to give me a title match? Oh, I'm going to be the freaking best thing you've ever seen. Um, two years in a row now, by the way. Um, but it was just phenomenal. It was just so good. Uh, May Sarah and I, I talked about this last week, she's been learning to control her speed because mm-hmm. she is like the fastest wrestler I've ever seen. Just the way she's able to like do things. Like she makes Ozzy, like she, she, she's faster than her. 
just because of mm-hmm. all the things she does. Like Azumi runs fast and things like that, but Azumi slows down for moves and stuff. May Sarah will jump on the ropes, do a blockbuster, put Hazuki in the middle of the ropes, kick her in the face, and then like run back and forth three more times. I'm like, what just happened? Come again? <laughs> yeah. She is figuring out how to control it a little more and wrestling against someone like Hazuki who obviously can handle it. It's it made this match night and day from the first couple defenses that she had. I like the Fuki and Death defense, but that was four minutes of you know antics and whatnot. This match was phenomenal. I will let you take the floor now. Yeah, just kind of building more on what you said. This was um this again, this was my match of the night. Uh, I thought, you know, as you said with with, with the way Mesa has been putting her matches together, this was still worked um at a pretty breakneck pace, but it was controlled. And it was more kind of, um, you know, everything was a bit more crisp, everything was a bit more precise. And obviously that, you know, um, Hazuki being in there goes a long way. She, her, her experience in, in high-speed wrestling is kind of second to none there. Um, and, and just in general, when you, as you said, when you put her in these title matches, she she never fails to uh, to deliver. And this was no different. But this was one, This was um, a huge, huge match for me, Sarah. When I was looking at it, I kind of, uh, I almost anticipated a title change. Partly here, just because I, I, I thought the high speed division, as you said, it's, it's not the biggest, it's not the most, it, you know, there's not a lot of depth there. We, we've seen that in the way the title, you know, um, as you said, with, with the perception of that title in the last, you know, since during, um, since during Azumi's reign, I think part of that is because there aren't a depth of challenges, particularly when you take a star like here, the Azumi, out of that division to kind of push them a little bit further up the card. Um, what you're left with is not a, 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 you know, a great deal of choice. So when you bring back, um, someone as experienced as Hazuki. Um, I mean, that, that's, that, that's the best way for this title. I mean, that was the best possible choice of opponents for Maysera here um, in terms of who we've got. And um, both of them absolutely delivered. I think I think uh, the confidence the company will have in Maysera following this, as you said, is going to be is going to be big. I think um, she's, she's someone for the future. She's always been a very exciting talent, but this one here was the one where she really kind of showed... Um, you know how much she's she's going to be able to to grow as a performer come, uh, moving forward, and how much she already has grown um, since joining Stardom. So this was a a, a very impressive show for both of them, but for me, Sarah particularly, um, I, I think I would say the best best match of her career. Yeah, absolutely, um, totally agree there. And I think I think with Suzuki, it's like you watch you watch her do this again. Again, mind you, like this isn't just like a new thing. She does this every single time she gets the title mm-hmm. match. She's one of the best in making you believe in her in any title match. Um, and like this isn't even like to me, this isn't as serious. Like I had no care if Suzuki won this match or not, as opposed to like when she challenges for the wonder, I'm like, Yeah, come on, come on, come on, please, please, please. Mm-hmm. Um but even so, I'm sitting here watching, right? She gets the Hazuki straw, unbelievable near fall. Um, she's got May in this brutal submission for what felt like eternity. And it's like, oh my gosh, she's going to win? Like, there's just something that Hazuki does that I don't know if there's really any other wrestlers that do it, in, at least in Joshi, right? Where it's like you give them a big spot. They're not only going to deliver, but they're going to make you believe that they have a chance yeah. to win. And just one day, one day I would like her to win. Is that is that too much <laughs> yeah. to ask? Like, the next time she challenges for the Wonder, she's got to win. She has to. Yeah. It, 
if I'm the current ones calling the shots here, you got to at least consider. you got to at least consider mm-hmm. Hazuki. I don't, like, again, we don't know the status of these wrestlers. No clue. Throwing that out the window for a second, you have to consider Hazuki because people love her. She gets some of the best reactions at shows. And I don't know. She's just someone on, I, I, it's time to get behind her. Like mm-hmm. enough is enough. Enough is enough. Every <laughs> year, top five starter match of the year. Like what do you need her to do? You know? Yeah. yeah, I mean, we could, you know, we we can only speculate on on where loyalties lie. But I think, as you said, that in terms of looking at it from Bouchard's um, perspective now, as you said, you know, look at what she's able to do every time you give her the opportunity. Um, as you said, that the, the fan fan reception for her, she's such a popular character there. Um, she's so valuable to have around because you can't just throw her in in a big match at pretty much any time, and you know. Like for certain that she will deliver, um, she's pretty much never kind of um, let anyone down in that respect. So keeping her around is going to be very, uh, <laughs> very crucial again. Um, and, and yeah, I mean she's for a long, long time. Like you said, I, I feel like I touch on this a, a lot when I come on these shows because it's always, it's always a, a topic for for one wrestler or another because because the uh, the roster is so stacked. It always feels like someone's missing out when, when one person gets a push there's someone who feels like they could also get a push um so looking at it from like a white belt perspective you know against the white belt match um a little bit later but so to me it seems like natsupoy is pretty primed to be the one who, who's going to beat soriano just from like a storyline perspective it makes sense with the connection between them there but um hazuki has got to get something big this year um i, I believe it's a, her anniversary year as well the 10th Tenth year in pro wrestling, she talked about wanting to win the high speed and uh, and white belt this year, I believe. Um, so you know, hopefully, uh, we, we you know there's there's something big in her future, but she absolutely deserves it, pretty much uh, as much as any wrestler on the roster. She um, she never fails to deliver. She doesn't. She doesn't. She's fantastic. May Sarah's fantastic. If you're looking for a match to check out from this show, this is That's the top one. one. Uh, but speaking of matches you should want to check out from this show, Mayu Yutani, Yutani Hashishta, Azumi Nanai Takahashi defeated Julia, Shuri, Mirai, and Suzuki in a 13th anniversary tag. I love all-star tags. Love them mm-hmm. to death. And look at that. They delivered again. You put eight of the best in one ring. Shout out to the Nanaiators. Uh, you put eight of the best in a ring, and they are all going to deliver. This was nonstop action, incredible pace. Um, you know, you you close the match with Mayu and Suzu. That's 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 like playing to the five star Joshi Show motto here. Um, the, this is like one of those matches where I'm like, just go watch it because like. Mm-hmm. Me reviewing ain't gonna do nothing for you. It's like you know, it's just like one of those matches you gotta gotta go and experience. Yeah, because there's so much going on. There's so many cool bits, right? You're getting uh, unique tag situations. Um, you're seeing DDM team up again in some ways. I just call them DDM because, yeah, come on, <laughs> come on, like it, it's DDM, and everyone had a moment to shine. Uh, Mayu gets the win with the moonsault on Suzu after one of the more brutal Dorito drop kicks because there was maybe like yeah. if it there was there was no room between Suzu and 
Utami and Nanai who were throwing Mayu. So like it, it was immediate, like full foot to the face. There was no bracing for impact. There was, how'd that feel? Um, just ultimately excellent match. Um, loved it. And again, another reason why this show was so sensational. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My my thought is pretty similar to you on this. In terms of reviewing this match, and and what I'm about to say here, there's not too much I can say other than it's a match you've got to see. I mean, these these kind of multi woman matches are always a bit the kind of um, the total chaos in there. I can't really break down every little thing that happened in this one. You've just kind of got to go and go and see. I mean, look at the names that are involved, right? And the kind of um, the interactions we're going to get there. It's about Mayu and Suzu. Um, I think Suri and, and Azumi had some really great exchanges in there too. They were another highlight for me. Um, but yeah, it's just superstar so that everyone got their chance to shine, as you, as you mentioned. And um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, for, for our anniversary anniversary show, and then obviously in the the way of what we've what we talked about a little bit earlier, this was this was a you know a, a really great kind of celebration of um, the best of the best in stardom. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I think for that, it kind of served their purpose uh, perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what follows that is another story entirely. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Um, speaking of following that Wonder Star Championship, Sarah now successfully defending against Starlight Kid. I know there was some uh, thought that maybe Kid could win here and make it a zero defense reign for Sayori, but ultimately it was the champ defending because all roads lead to Natsu Poi. Come on now. Yeah. We we can't be changing that. Shout out six star. Uh oh, yeah. we can't we can't be stopping that road. It's all roads. I, I was really hoping she'd announce her comeback on this show. I was not mm-hmm. that lucky. Me too, yeah. Um but um how'd you feel about this match? Yeah um I liked it. I I, I didn't think it was anything like too crazy to write home about um I think I think Starlight Kid looked good in it. I think it's one of her best performances in in, a, in the past couple of weeks. I think she looks sharp here, but uh, I don't know. I just felt like there was something slightly lacking in this one for me. I can't really put my finger on it, but I didn't. I, I never felt truly kind of um, invested. In it. I don't know whether it's that because it's uh, because I'm waiting for Nat's boy that I'm kind of almost already kind of ready to uh, to move on <laughs> from Soriano as much as I love Soriano. Um, I don't know. For me, this this one just uh, didn't hit the weight quite the way I wanted it to. I think by by the finishing stretch, I think it definitely picked up. Um, I think some of the early exchanges. So there are a couple um, missteps here, but um, I, I thought it was a decent match. But I didn't love it to the extent that I was hoping for. But um, hopefully, you know, onwards and upwards to uh, to the eventual Natsboy challenge whenever she makes her return. Uh, real quick here. Uh, in real time, Mayu Iwatani had just tweeted, and this is, of course, translate, but she wrote, I write in a race, write in a race, but I can't say anything nice. Please wait. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That says, <laughs> this is all I need yeah. to know. You know, that was that's all I need to know. I think that's all. Anyone needs to know regarding how Mayu Ibutani feels regarding this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, back on the Starlight Kid Sayori uh, match. Yeah, I think it didn't hit the mark that I was hoping for. And I think I, I've reached the point where Sayori's singles matches have very weird formulas. Like they, 
they don't have a consistency to them like I think most wrestlers do in their title matches, which I guess is good because it's like changing it up. But this match, like, it was weirdly formatted. Like, it was early, early domination from Starlight Kid attacking the leg. And I thought the final few minutes were very exciting, very, yeah. very good. Um, but it definitely didn't hit the points where I wanted to. And we have reached a point with the Wonder Belt where I think I just need like a Natsu Poi super run to save it mm-hmm. or something like that. And of course, like saying this now is very different from when I had the same thought two days ago when the show or a day mm-hmm. ago when the show happened. Um, feels like two days based off everything that's happened. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, I think I think Sayori is going to have like a really great match in this reign. This just wasn't the case. And and it's worth reminding ourselves, like after a really rough year for Starlight Kid, mm-hmm. um, it was just nice to see her in this role again. And hopefully she can use yeah. it as momentum uh, moving forward. But uh, let's get to the main event. Micah defending against Saya Kamatani, World of Stardom Championship, her first defense. Uh, these two don't really miss, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think they're great against one another. Uh, this was an excellent title match. I think the only thing that hurt them was what happened earlier in the night, truthfully. Like, you know, like I yeah. may May and Hazuki just went to another level that while stardom for the past couple of years has been able to like try to match that level, mm-hmm. it was just gonna be tough. But I thought they did yeah. such a great job. They had the big main event epic. Uh, kind of establishing who Micah is as your world champion. I think Saya Kamatani and her just have some of the best chemistry in the company, and it showed once again here. Uh, the final, the second half really was excellent. Like, yeah. just, just like must see pro wrestling. And I was so locked in. And ultimately, like, I think the way I envision um, this rain moving forward for Micah, however it goes, is these matches are only going to get better when she's wrestling someone that fights the similar main event style to her because I I think Saya and Micah have always had great matches, but the last time they wrestled was more the Saya Kamatani style of a main event match. This was more the Micah style. I think when Micah faces the likes of maybe a Shuri, for example, it's Mm -hmm. going to, they're going to reach a higher high because that's a similar main event style. But that's not me to say this was bad by any stretch. I still think this was a great match and ultimately uh, well worth your time and probably the best world title match since... Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, it was it was a rough uh, a rough rain for 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 Tam for, for yeah, sure was. It's a, uh, I guess I think I'd probably go back to about. Oh, I almost want to say the Julia one. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, which feels like like that 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 feels quite big. Because obviously, that's quite a while ago, but that's just the way things played out. But um. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree on, on pretty much everything you said on on this match. I, I really enjoyed it. Obviously, didn't hit the heights that we had earlier in the show, but um, yeah, these two never never really miss when they're in there together. They've got great chemistry. I, I think your point on kind of 
the the clash of styles and what works best for Micah. I think that was definitely something I was going to touch on. I think um, obviously Micah, I think does her best work when she's in there. Like as you said, with another kind of her, her game is the physicality, right, and the more sort of brawl and style. Um, so when you do put her in there against someone, as you said, like a Shuri, um, that's probably when you're going to see see the best of it. I think you saw that with Suzu. Suzu was definitely able to brawl in there with her in kind of a, in a different kind of way. But um, regardless, this was still, uh, you know, I, I love the way this match was worked. I think that Mike obviously targeted uh, the injured arm of, of Saya. And Saya was selling it like like death in there. <laughs> She's scree- screaming along the road. And then obviously it played into the finish with the kind of, um, with the, uh, the Michinoku driver there. And yeah, I, just, I think it was kind of, you know, for as much as the the clash of styles probably didn't um, play to Micah's strengths totally, um, the chemistry and the the kind of connection they have in the ring there yeah. definitely was still felt, and I think they they were able to deliver um, a great first defense for Micah. So um, again, kind of onwards and upwards for Micah. Hopefully, we're going to get more uh, great matches. <laughs> I, I struggle to when we're doing this to not keep coming back to the kind of the elephants in the room of who's who's going to be around to challenge Micah. Hopefully, yeah. before any anything major happens, we get a lot of. Uh, a lot of big time matches for her because this obviously this rain for her couldn't possibly come at a at a worse time, especially for for fans of hers who've been waiting for such a long time. Um, she's now at the top of the promotion at the time when the promotion is the future is very uncertain, the talent yeah. roster is very uncertain. Um, but if you know, regardless of whether she sticks around or not, she's one of my favourite um, talents in wrestling right now, and I'm very happy that she's able to at least have this rain. Um, for however long it goes on because I think she absolutely deserves it and um, this was another show in here of why why she deserves it she's more than more than capable of uh, performing on the biggest stages I'm not going to make a joke about what I told you guys about her holding the world title but clearly it was the end of <laughs> not gonna do it. it's not her fault um, I'm happy she got the belt I truthfully am and uh, even with the clash of styles like I still think these two just were fantastic you know yeah. like once the pace kicks up, like there's few better than Saya at making it all connect and making it all so entertaining. Uh, when when Micah hit the Michinoku the first time, I was just like, I was on the edge of my seat. Like I was like, oh man, like because Saya was going and going. Saya was doing some crazy stuff in this match. She did like the um, the Osprey like twirl, but instead of doing yeah. a power bomb, she put Micah into a submission, and I was like. All right, sure. Um, she she just like you want to talk with someone that just does things and sees what yeah. happens. Like she's con- constantly innovating in the ring. Yeah, and it's, it's awesome. It, it, in the early part, part part of her career, I mean, it was very exciting to follow. But it kind of um, when she was still developing a lot as a wrestler, I think that level of innovation at times um, she she struggled with because obviously when you when you're still putting things together. Um, you know, you still find your feet in there. Obviously, things can go go wrong and stuff. But now she's obviously much more refined as a wrestler. I think as she continues to develop, that innovation makes her such a such an exciting wrestler. And I, that was on display again here. Sure was. Uh, but she did challenge Tam after this match. She being Micah, uh, so that match seems likely probably for the Cinderella final. If I had to guess, no idea what really is what likely means moving forward, but. <laughs> Yeah. Good thing they only set up one match. Um, but a great show. Supreme fight, absolute home run. This is not the review I expected after the show. But uh Jamie, thanks for coming in and fighting some fires along the way. This was um 
I think you know. I think Mayu summed it up perfectly. Uh you know, mm-hmm. I have nothing to say nicely about this right now. So yeah, uh, yeah, this, we, uh... we did our best. Yeah, this it certainly wasn't the, the podcast I was expecting to do today. I mean, after the pay-per-view, I was pretty fired up, as I think a lot of people were. It was another big, another big good show for stardom, and now, obviously, you know, everything's, everything's changed. But I am very glad that I was able to come on here um, today and, and, you know, break things down as much as we, we possibly can. Like you said, there's still very much uncertain yeah. in, in a lot of different aspects. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be something that develops as the weeks go on, um, seemingly pretty rapidly. Uh but yeah, it was it, it was good to because kind of come on here and break things down. It made made the pay per view review um, <laughs> a little bit of a strange one to do, but uh, you know it, it was still a very enjoyable show. So I, I did have fun, you know, breaking it down. But in terms of the, the major news that we uh, we got into today, it's uh, it's it's huge. But I'm very very glad I was able to come on here with you and kind of uh, do the best we can of, of breaking it down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it paid off. We're doing the you you're on here anytime. We got to talk corporate. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's gonna happen the next time? I, I can't even begin to imagine. I'm what, not planning what, anything with you anymore. <laughs> Everything goes yeah. bad. Um, no, but it'll be funny next time we do plan to do one of these. And it's like I can't even imagine because I didn't imagine this. Um, but yeah, thank you, thank you for joining us. Where can people find you? Um, you know, whether it be podcast, social, so on. Yeah, my Twitter, uh, right here, Jamie Ross, at Jamie Ross, WP. Um, I don't tweet a lot, to be honest, to be perfectly honest. I'm not much of a tweeter, but, you know, you can find me on there, um, talking away on stuff. Uh, Tuesdays, um, every uh, every Tuesday, Dumb Guy Live on the Recipurus YouTube channel. I'm pretty sure we'll be we'll be live tomorrow. I know P is taking a little social media break in the wake of the, the news you talked about earlier with Asahi, so I'm not too sure. Um, what the schedule will be, but hopefully we'll be we'll be back up, back up and running tomorrow night. Um, at I believe uh, it's like half half past twelve at night for me. What, what what's that in EST? Is that is that seven seven thirty EST? Six thirty. Yeah, something like that. half past twelve. Yeah. So five thirty, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I think I think it may be so. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, you you'll find if you, if you head to my Twitter, I'll be plugging it away. Just follow, yeah. If you just go subscribe, follow the Twitter, you'll figure it out. Yeah, of course. WrestlePurist, WrestlePurist.com. I'm always writing away there. I was covering the the Rossi O'Gara news last night at about five five a.m. Very tired <laughs> after uh, after yeah. our next team show, and then obviously the the the, the more um, you know, the more, the more distressing these with Asahi and stuff. So that was a tough, tough uh, time to write some stuff. But I, I managed to cover as much as I could. Um, so I'm always writing away there. Um, good, good on you. Up. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so yeah, we've already got a ton. You know, always got a ton of features coming out and, and exciting stuff. Scott obviously was working on that review for uh, Supreme Fights. Maybe a little bit delayed in terms of when that's got delayed big time. It was going to be ready to go today, and then that happened. And yeah, but um, you know, keep keep your eyes on the site. Hopefully, we'll have, have some more. So there is there is uh, exciting content to come from all of our contributors. So that's pretty much me. It's been a yeah, it's been a pleasure to be on here <laughs> to, to cover the biggest news <laughs> in Joe's dressing in a long time. Yeah, I kind of uh, I kind of disappeared uh, last night. Like mm-hmm. I was talking to some people. Like I, you know, it's funny. I finished recording. And preparing myself for the news to come out, 
and it did and it was just like i don't think i realized what the reaction i don't know why like rossi ogawa leaving stardom in any form is gonna be big i guess like i just didn't i wasn't prepared because obviously we've been building and building and you know dave has talked about it and i know voice of wrestling hinted at it and yeah a while back and it just it finally happened and i just like i was I was like, oh my God, there's so much going on. My my phone is breaking. I can't move it because there's too much going on on it. I'm 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 freaking out. Uh but yeah, uh go check out everything Jamie's doing. Um I will have a review up on WrestlePurist eventually for this show. By the end of by the time I get to the main event, I'll be like, what does this matter? What here? Probably not reading this. I'm just kidding. But uh Maybe that's my mentality. Um, I'm very upset can... about it because I was really enjoying my review. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, I'm going to encourage anyone who listens to this right now to still. So obviously, if you've been here for the you know the kind of uh, the podcast review of the show, but go check out Scott's Scott's writing when eventually the drops. He is the best in the game for the Joshi coverage. And I'm very. Uh, I've told you all. Pri- I've told you privately, but I'm very happy that you're back with with the Wrestle Purists. And I, I think in terms of Joshi coverage, there's, there's pretty much no one else that, <laughs> that I'd rather have on the team leading leading the ship there. So it's 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 always great when you uh when you do the covers for Russell Pure. So absolutely though go check out Scott's uh, Supreme Fight review when it drops as much as it may be kind of a uh, not not the most important thing <laughs> to, to take away from Stardom at the moment. But yeah, go go check that out. Well I agree I greatly appreciate the kind words. You know it's funny I was saving May Sarah and Hazuki for last because so I was so happy about mm-hmm. it. And uh the the point was I'll do it last night so I didn't forget anything that happened in the match. It's gone though. Um but thank thank you, Jamie, for coming on here. So make sure you check out that review, make sure you check out Dumb Guy Live, make sure uh you subscribe to the five star Josie show, go subscribe to Fight Game Media's YouTube channel if you want to see some clips. Um I'll be covering more about Rossi Ogawa and stardom and what's next in the future weeks. Um, I do have my show for next week planned, though we might move it up depending on what else happens this week in terms mm-hmm. of news. Um, but yeah, other other than that, hopefully, coast is clear. We can <laughs> we can call it on this episode. I don't think yeah. anything else will happen. But uh, thank you again for Jamie. I'm Scott. This was the Five Star Joe Show on the Fight Game Media Network. Until next time, see ya. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.